Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Weekend sports with a difference. Yeah, really shouldn't be drinking. Oh, really? You learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into? A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. He's a very gifted singer. I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people who've heard me. That good. On 1080 The Fan. Happy Sunday morning, everybody, and welcome into Sports Sunday. Mike Rashad and Joe with you here until 11 o'clock. DJ Fish. DJ Fish Sticks in the house. That's what it is? Fish Sticks? Well, no, that's our hot corner joke, but. I like it. You should go with that. You know. It was from the old Kanye South Park. Yeah, I remember that one. Yes, I love fish sticks. (laughs) Someone used to call me fish sticks back in the day in high school, and I didn't like it. But as a DJ name, I think it'd be all right. I like it. I think as a DJ name, you're allowed to kind of go a little into left field, no? And sticks is spelled with an X on the end. Mm. Extreme. Or two X's. Or three. Oh. There you go. That's the one. That's the one right there. Oh my God. But you have to spell fish like your last name. Yes, of course. Of course. Yes. So it'd be F I S C H S T I X X X X. Triple X. X X X X. Are you a porn DJ, Joe? No, no. Is that would be fun. There a market for that? <laughs> I will be if you'd like me to. I can do that. Uh, Joe, really good as a wedding DJ. Like, really good. Well, hey, don't bury the lead. Patrick Harris, now married man. Well, the lead is that you killed it as the DJ for this show. That. That's the lead. <laughs> I appreciate that, Mike. Yes. Uh, Patrick Harris, now a married man. The, the wedding was last night. It was a fun time. But I, I, I've i never been to a wedding where I knew the DJ or, like, knew the wedding planner. Like, usually it's someone that the, they, they hire and that's it. And so going in, I was like, I wonder how Joe's going to do. I wonder what the, you know, how he does in the mic and stuff like that. And it's a very different skill than doing radio. I mean, like, I imagine you probably can borrow a lot of the things that you do on radio, but it's different. You're in front of a crowd. You have to boost people up like you're you're hyping up the, the people that are there or trying to at least. And uh, it was fantastic. It was very well done. I, I Joe strikes me as somebody that could, you know, keep a party going for a little bit. Well, so. I didn't say it at the end of the night. I usually say it at the end of the weddings, but it takes a great group of people to have a great party. And you are a great group of people. Oh, is that like your That's go-to your line? line? Yeah. That's your line? Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. Look I mean, let's you. be honest, though. I mean, if you got a bunch of squares at this wedding, no, all conservative, buttoned up, don't like to dance, you know. Is just... that the Patrick Harris crowd? Oh, definitely not. Oh, okay. but there was, I'm just saying. You there got... were less dancers than I expected, though. 
Like there, there was a solid group, but there more were less booze. more booze. There was a lot of booze. Yeah, more booze than that'll mean more dancing. Well, there was a lot of booze. There was. Was there dancing towards the end of the? Usually towards the the tail end of I mean, the wedding. There was dancing basically the entire time. Yes, yes. Just ebbs and flows. You know, bigger group, smaller group here yep. and there. So did my girl, my girlfriend pulled me out there quite a bit. Did I was you play? Out there. This is how we do it. I did. That's a. The classic. <laughs> I mean, I, just, I mean, I love that song. That's a great. My lady you, hates. You this is how we do it. Oh, that was one of the, the, the the beginning songs of the dance phase, right? Something like that's that. Yeah. Early on. That's a song that you can. You know, that's really a song that you can play at any point during any party. It can start the party. That could be the first song you play, and it's going to get most people on the floor. I know a huge crowd that would absolutely hate to hear. This is how we do it. But in that setting, that song you can put it right there in the middle as a nice little transitionary, you know, record or Towards the end, where it's kind of fading down, you well, hear those first you hear those uh, first few words of the song, and you know what it is. You'd be very happy at what the final song of the night was. I got friends in low places. No, that did play as well. Did it really? Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. I've been I've been to some weddings, man. I, I know what's on the <laughs> no, playlist. No, the final song, and this is because this is uh, Patrick Harris's favorite. Well, I shouldn't say favorite. His favorite is probably Dave Matthews Band. Favorite rap group. It was Outkast. Hey, yeah, was the last song <sighs> that played. Oh, don't ugh that. <laughs> That's a great song. It is not a great it's song. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. Do you not like Outkast? Come on, don't do that. I love I'm Outkast. Asking, Outkast, I, Outkast is amazing. I asked. That particular song. Here's okay. Love Lock speaker. I love Love Below speaker box. I was a speaker box guy. Okay. I just thought I mean, Big Boy is the most disrespected rapper, possibly in the history of Earth. Because Andre's name gets bought up all the time when you talk about top history 10 rappers, does it not? Huh? That is a very yes. bold... I, ca- I can't disagree times, with how- your statement because I don't think I can think fast enough to find another rapper. No, seriously, but like when you talk about... Uh, My brain is mush. Uh, the, the, the greatest rappers of all time. Most people's top 10, if you ask them, Andre 3000 is in... Uh, true, is that, is that No, fair that joke? is correct. Yeah. Yes. Where's Big Boy? He's never on the list. And Big Boy is really dumping when he's out there rapping. But for whatever reason... Always left out. But, yes, the answer is I absolutely love Outkast. That particular album, I, Andre has a, a tendency to go other ways. Roses really smell like boo That was a great song, you know what I mean? But still, it's like, man, there's not a lot of replay value sometime with, with Andre's album. Boy, I could not disagree any harder. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Big Boy, a big boy has... He's, he's talking, but Andre obviously spits, but it's one of those things. Well, you know way, I love Outkast. Big boy, not that song, though. His solo album is very underrated. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Well, I, you know why I had to go one or whatever? with that as the last track, Michael? I thought it was requested to be the last track. Uh, No, it was requested. Was it requested? I don't know. Either way. But I knew I had to fit in some sort of song. I was trying to think of some of our songs on, like, the hot corner, like some of our mm, bump back songs. And yes. then I was just, I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, Andre 3K, one of Patrick's favorite artists. Yep. Perfect. Throw it in there. But it's also because... Uh, the Don't Stop Believing in Sweet Caroline were his uh, on his do not play Yeah, definitely list. don't play list. <laughs> I'm glad because I can't stand Sweet Caroline. You know, and I, let's just pull back, the, pull back the curtain real quick on the whole wedding DJ stuff is that I love Patrick Harris on his wedding day. Whatever he wants me to do, I'll do. But if I did not know him and I had to work with him on his wedding day, my God. Is he a groomzilla? That man with his music. With his music, he is. Oh, yeah. okay. With his music, man, he was... Uh, a lot of Andre Nicotina requested. No, no, no. A Look, lot of, like, deep cut, like, live performance Dave Matthews band. Come yeah, on, man. Let me give you he an example. at the Gorge. Let me give you an example. Ceremony was scheduled to start at 6, which I just... I, I've done weddings. I knew that was not going to happen. 
like nothing. started at like six fifteen. Yeah, yeah, just knew it. That's and so no, he's like, he says, I made a playlist that if you start it right at five o'clock, it will end right at six o'clock, and then we can start the ceremony. And I'm like, okay, that's that's fine. And in my head, I'm just like, not gonna tell Patrick that that's not gonna happen. You know, <laughs> just let you know, but that's not gonna it's work. Not gonna start to end at six. I was just like, okay, o'clock. all right. And so sure enough, five o'clock comes around. I'm getting ready. I'm in between spots. And he's just like, Joe, five o'clock music. I'm just like, oh, oh, my bad, my bad. Because he was right. He's like, he wanted to start right at five. But sure enough, when six o'clock came rolling around, I was like, you want me to repeat a couple tracks, bud? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put some uh, in queue while we're getting ready here. Did you ask him that or did you just do it? Oh, I asked. Him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, what, I mean, he was like, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Do you want I silence would for love 15 to minutes? Have seen it. That would have been great to see him lose his ass if Sweet Caroline actually were played at his. No, cut it off. Takes the record off and throws it on the ground. See, That'd be great. So you know what's funny about last night? And Patrick made a big deal out of this. And Joe, he was he told Joe the same thing. He and his now wife wanted to do an Irish goodbye. For those who are uninitiated, an Irish goodbye is leaving without saying goodbye. And they really wanted to do that at their own wedding. They definitely did not do an Irish goodbye. <laughs> it's hard. Like uh, the, it's... the last song played and I was standing outside afterwards. It was a little indoor outdoor venue. It was at Rossi Farms. And um, I was standing out there and then his wife walked up and talked to me. And then I saw him over there talking to other people. I was like, so much for the Irish goodbye. Like. The music's done. Like people are gonna start leaving now. Yeah. You guys are still here, no, still, no. still mingling and it's talking. It's almost impossible. When you get to, yeah, I mean, you've been married before. I you, have. Get, you you start mingling, you start doing everything, and people as the, ask things as of the, you. Yeah, as the bride or groom, people are watching you like a hawk, like everywhere you go, and so people uh, wanna know. Yeah, so there's no kind of just getting away w- without anybody seeing you. So. Knives goodbye sounds cool. Like, man, we'll just dip out. That was uh, way, that, that was another thing that I, again, I, in my head, Patrick threw out that idea, and I'm just like, I don't think that's going to go as easy as you think it is, bud. Like, you, the Irish goodbye. You two are literally the center of the party yeah. and just trying to. She's s- wearing a white dress. Yeah, <laughs> and just trying to slip out the back without anybody noticing. I just don't know if that's going to work as well you th- as you think it is. And sure enough, when I played the last song, they were still there. Yep. And so I'm like, uh, go over there. I'm like, do you want me to play another one? And like, yeah, yeah. Add another song. That song plays. They're still there. People are still talking to them. See, that's it's funny because still Joe's, holding on to Joe, them in the parking lot. And I'm like, ah. Joe went on the mic and said, this is the last song. And then another one came. Just kidding. This is the last song. And then, <laughs> and then Outcast came on. He's like, okay, swear, for real okay, now. Seriously. I'm, my time is up. This is the last song. Well, they congratulations did, they did. To, to, the, to my guy. They did know? leave. And they had like a classic car they drove away in. It had like one of those funky horns. The I think it was a Wildcat. Is the model? That's pretty. Is cool. that what it was? I believe they, it was they, once once the music stopped, they did leave before most people left. So I guess technically they may have succeeded, but people knew they left because you watch them <laughs> in the car pulling away. Well, hey man, congratulations to my. Uh... To my guy, Patrick Harris, it, it'll be a fight to the death when we see each other because yours truly wasn't at the wedding. But Don't worry, Rashad. The only the only person from the station who was actually invited to the wedding was me. Well, Joe, well, DJ, uh, DJ Fish, Fish Sticks was hired to go to the wedding. Well, <laughs> and how about this? He had to pay me to be there. Even better. Joe, That's I the, want well, you at my wedding. I was literally the only one invited, so it, 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 it wasn't a slight at you. 
It was a slight at everybody. <laughs> well, it, better, it better not have been. I'll no. tell you Other what, than that, though, congratulations, my guy. I uh, When I DJed weddings, I was doing it like every Saturday in the summer back in 2018, 19. Yeah, you were, you were always 17, talking about 18. all the weddings you were doing. Bro, after last night, I look back. I cannot believe I did that. Like, I am just. How long of a day for you was it? Was it? I got out there at uh, like 3.45 and then ended up leaving at like 11.30, 11.45. So, I mean, you're looking at a, a full eight-hour day, basically. Eight-hour day. Do you have yeah. a game on your phone? A game on my phone? Yeah. Oh, no. All business, baby. <laughs> I had to tell him about his Orioles. <laughs> yeah, Adley Rutschman, baby. Yeah, the top prospect in baseball. Sherwood, Oregon native. Yeah. Oregon State grad Adley Rutschman made his debut yesterday. I saw that part. and. I want to talk about that. I want to. Uh, we will. Yeah, that was awesome. We'll talk about it. It's it's a cool moment. Uh, so coming up on the show today, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the NBA playoffs. Um, my gut feeling was very wrong on the draft lottery, and the Blazers now <laughs> have the seventh pick. So we'll talk about that as well. We have to. Yeah, <sighs> we do. I think I think that's actually something we do have to talk about. So we'll get to that. Rashad was very upset. He texted Joe and I. Yeah. After that, like fuming about the pick and i just texted back yeah that's probably the most likely chance and you were like i don't effing care i don't bro. effing care fam <laughs> what do you mean no way i we'll love talk, i'm trying like, to talk reason to me right I'm now like, bro. that is the, they have the hear, highest odds to land the seven i've heard freaking nothing out about, about seven i've heard six i've heard man they've got a better odds of getting better than six and then the seventh like what the hell i love the random rashad uh, rage text yeah usually, usually after a sporting event yep yeah i, I we can usually count on one a month of just Rashad sending a little group text of pure rage that's about how something. You know, because that's how you know I care. Yeah. There are some caps in there, some exclamation points. And like some dots. It, and yes. Like, I hear it mean? in your voice. Because you always throw a bro or a fam in there, and I can hear it in your voice as you do it. It's very, yeah, it's very those, nice. Those are words of frustration. Or, you know, when I'm saying bro, that's usually a... Bro. Yeah. All right. Fam. Well, we'll get to all of that on the show. You can text us 503-250-1080. And uh, you can follow us on the social medias. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Rashad's at TaylorMade503. Joe is at JoeFish3, F-I-S-C-H. And he is now officially DJ Fish Sticks with three X's. And, and, and the text line loves it. Yeah. Let's do it. They're, they're happy with that nickname. DJ Stanky Fish. Maybe not that one. <laughs> but. I mean, that also is very funny. I can, I can appreciate that for sure. Uh, where do you want to start, Rashad? I, we kind of have a little bit of like a loosey-goosey I want to talk about Luca, or you want to ask me about Luca. You want to talk about Jimmy Butler. We got the Blazers. Where do you want to start? What's most intriguing well, to you? Let's get this Blazers thing out of the way. Okay. Let's just because that, that brain gives me anxiety. The seventh pick is Portland's. <sighs> what will they do? That's next. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 10:20 here on your Sunday morning, Mike and Rashad with you. Rashad's very, very beaten down about the Blazers right now. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a tough year. You know, it's been a long, frustrating. I want to say up and down year, mostly down. Ant was the high, the high point of the year. You know, seeing Simons become what could potentially be that dude, you know, that was, that was fun to see, uh, see Nazir, you know, take strides before the injury and stuff like that. Okay. That's good to see. We're losing every game, but you know, it's, but they were trying to fun lose to every see, game, which is even harder to watch. So yeah, but yes, the, the lottery, sevens. the lottery stuff didn't work out the way you wanted. The Pelicans made the playoffs and took your pick. Blazers finished in the seventh spot in the lottery, which actually by odds was the most likely spot for them to uh, sit. I think they had 25% chance to be the seventh pick and a 20% chance to be the eighth pick. Uh, and then combined, they had a 39% chance to be in the top four. So technically top four was most likely, but it was like, you know, 10% per pick essentially. So it is what it is. And you go from here. I'm going to be very curious to see what the Blazers do with the seventh pick. At this point, I think they almost have to trade it. Um, you know, if you got into the top four, I think you seriously consider keeping the pick and you try to get a guy like Jabari Smith or Pelo Bencaro, but that's not the case anymore. I mean, you could keep it and get the Memphis big Jalen Duran, who does fit what you want. You want a, a backup center who's young and has potential. You know, you you could do that, but I think using the seventh pick in a combination of either trading for one of those players they've been tied to. I know I've mentioned Jeremy Grant a lot. I like Jeremy Grant. I think a lot of Blazer fans are tired of hearing his name. Um, we heard the Miles Bridges name brought up from Charlotte this week, which I think would be a fantastic acquisition if they can do it. I've, I've seen Danny Morang on Twitter talking about the Raptors OG Ananobi, which I think is another really good fit for what this team wants to do. These names are not break you through the brick wall excitement names. But what they are is building the team correctly names. 
This team has been built like crap by Neil O'Shea for years. It has not been balanced or good. And I think you have a chance, especially with a head coach and Chauncey Billups who wants to be defensive minded and has his own style to completely change the way this team has been built for years, change the style of play completely and have it be successful successful in at least getting back to the playoffs and being competitive is kind of my mindset of successful. It's not sexy. It's not the best case scenario. And I think it's, it's good right now for blazer fans to realize that is it's going to be better than it was this year. Cause it's pretty hard to be worse. And I think a lot of the names that you're going to potentially get based on what we've been hearing, although you might not be like, Oh my God, OG Ananobi, but that guy might be the perfect guy to fix the team, help fix the team. I should say. So I would trade the seventh pick personally and try to go get one of those guys in that deal. One of those guys. That's a that's a very Blazers outlook. Is it? Thing. Yeah, I'm going into it with it's just not going to be, be perfect. Let's just be good. Let's just be good enough. That's what I hear. Well, there's only let's so just, much you can do right now. I mean, Rashad. well, I mean, there's guys on the table like we 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 we're hearing stuff like Zach Levine's available. You're not a huge Zach Levine guy, but I'm looking at this as a another star player that can come in and potentially score and help out on, on top of some defensive help. Okay. Well, like, Zach, I, Zach Levine is the same as having CJ as the two, in my opinion, he's taller, but he plays no defense and he chucks shots. It's the same player. And he's going to cost so much money and he has knee injuries and he's always hurt. I that's why, I, that's I, why I would I'm rather have Zach, Zach Levine. Levine than OG on a, on an OB or, uh, my uh, Miles Bridges or any of those guys you just named, I would much rather have. You do a poll, poll, and most Blazer fans would probably rather have Zach Levine than any one of those guys you just mentioned. Because here's the thing: at this point, you have a 32 year old superstar who is getting to that point in his career again. Those little injuries that we always talk about, they're starting to kind of pile up. You know, a couple, a few weeks here with the with an ankle, and you know he had the the abdomen thing, and everything's like he's he. When you get older things start hurting more, not less. That's just kind of the way it goes. You look around the league, and all these aging stars have te- great teams around them. There's, there's there's a reason the Miami Heat are playing the way they're, they're playing. They built a great team around Jimmy Butler. There's a reason the Warriors are still able to do what they're doing. Now. They've built a great team around Steph Curry through the draft, through trades, through whatever the case is. If we're just gunning for OG on and over, that's saying we're looking to just make the playoffs again, play in, egg seven, eight seed. Let's just be competitive again. I think we've been competitive enough with Dane. I think it's time if we're going to you decide to keep him. So now that means you need to be in a position to help him win today. Mm-hmm. The West outside of maybe Utah isn't getting worse. I mean, the East got better, but the West is going to make another push at some point. Now you've seen Luca isn't coming. He's here now. You know, Devin Booker is here now. You know, it looks like the Suns are probably going to be around for a little bit if depending on what they do with. Nah, don't worry about them. Chris Paul things. can't win in the playoffs. Chris Paul's winning in the regular season. That's that's the, that's the, that's step number one. <laughs> winning the regular season to get to the playoffs and go deep there. But I just think guys like that are are very trailblazery moves. And while they might, well, that's be great because defense, Rashad, they're the trailblazers. They're, and, and that's, that's who and, they can and get. And that's the thing. Like maybe it's time to go. We we're forgetting this too. Like we we whiffed on the opportunity to possibly have Ime Udoka as a coach. We didn't even interview him. Didn't even give him an opportunity. A guy yep. from Portland that played for the Blazers, played for Portland State. Uh, we're good. Don't really fit the culture that we've built here, whatever that means. And so n- now we're in a position to where we didn't get the seventh pick, and I felt so bad for or this, didn't get the top four pick. And if you saw Dame's face, like he was smiling, 
But inside, you know, he was like, man, this is some bull. This is some bull right here. Man, for real, you bought me to the draft so I can get the seventh, so we can get the seventh pick? Like, really? You could have sent Ant. You could have sent anybody, but you sent the face of the franchise because you were confident that you were going to get a top four, top five pick. And then you get the seventh, which is still a lottery pick. You know, Dane was sixth. It's silly, you know, to, so, silly to be confident to get a top four pick. Yeah, I mean. But, knowing the odds, but yes, but I again, understand. But again. It did kind of feel like that, it was trending But that, that wasn't the storyline going into the draft, right? A few days before the draft. Well, the Blazers have the, the best chance to get the sixth pick, but they could get one through four. I'm like, we, we know that could happen. They have a much cha- higher chance of getting a, a top four or five pick. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, reason to celebrate, right? I even went as far last week and said, man, the Blazers can get the number one pick really think that but if they'd have got the number three four pick man great that's awesome. that's what i was thinking was that's awesome happen. you know if they'd have got the one of those picks that ch- that that can change the way your franchise looks because you're getting a, a potentially a franchise changing player well However, here's the thing was sixth so uh uh well the, the uh, devin booker was like 14th donovan there Mitchell are still was guys like at that range of like course. guys still come out at that point you just i mean you hope it's not a project at that point but i mean i just think with this guy with damian lillard we deserve to give him an opportunity to win. And you do that by swinging for the fences, not trying to, you know, of course. Now I I will say this just because I'm saying what the realistic targets are, doesn't mean that the Blazers aren't going to swing for the fences and try to make some big moves. I'm just tempering the expectations because when has that happened? It hasn't. And and that's been my thing. Cause at the same time, we haven't had a superstar stay this long. Yeah. Drexler gone by year eight, not nine, something like that. Usually, think I think year ten somewhere on there, he was gone. Walton didn't last. He won seventy seven. He was in Boston by like eighty six. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. It was earlier than that, right? Yeah. So I mean, those guys. L A. left. Those guys don't stick around. Brandon Roy got hurt. So here we have a guy that's been ten toes down, as he says all the time, and has done done and said all the right things. And he's fully healthy again. And in my opinion, like Clyde Drexler meant everything to Portland, but did nothing for Portland. Yeah. And the time Clyde Drexler was here, he showed up some Boys and Girls Clubs and stuff like that. He didn't care about but Portland. He didn't care about Portland no. at all. Damian Lillard has done things for the Boys and Girls Club. He shows up to basketball camps. He shows up to high school basketball games. He makes sure that he's a part of the community. He shows he's got that, festivals. like, scholarship at Park Absolutely. Rose, right? You know, he makes sure that he shows up. He, he remodeled Oaks Park because he loves to skate and stuff like that. Like, he made sure he shows up for I the city. I remember years ago they were having the Portland Hip Hop Day down in uh, – downtown That's in right. front of city hall and sure enough he was just there just like by himself i'm sure his security wasn't too far yeah. away but just, it, he was just there kicking it in yeah. the back so he's one of those dudes and so i feel like he's been he's shown a level of loyalty that a blazer has never shown here so did give him everything he needs and try to build this a great team around him that's my thing and so when i was saying trade dame it wasn't out of spite like man we got to get rid of him but the truth is if this is the way you're going to build your team, you should have traded them and got something younger and went from there. Because at this point, like you're building a seventh place team, a sixth I, place team, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if that's the case though. And that, uh, we got a break, but I'll, I'll just, I'll bring this up quickly. I don't want to spend an enormous amount of time on See, this. We could spend the whole day on this. That's why I want to talk about it? We I know all day. I know. Uh, actually, no, we'll break, and I, I will, I'll get to this on the other side. Um, you say you're going to build a seventh place team out of this. And I don't think that's necessarily the case if you look at how the teams that are playing well are built. 
So we'll get to that next. First, Joe has sports. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Chatting about the Blazers here, getting the seventh pick in the draft lottery this Tuesday. So Rashad wants the Blazers to swing for the fences because they only have so many years of Dame left. I mean, I think every Blazer fan agrees on that, right? You want them to swing for the fences. You want them to go get the best player they can get. Um, But... Rashad says if they get the players that uh, have been tied to them, Ananobi or Bridges or Grant or any of those guys, that that's building a seventh seed in the West. And I don't know if I necessarily agree with that this year. Based on what we've seen in the playoffs, the team building of teams that are good is vastly different than it used to be. And look at how the Celtics are built. Look at how the Heat are built. Look at how the Mavs are built. Look at, I mean, the Warriors are kind of the exception to this argument here because you've got multiple stars on that team. But Boston has 
a superstar in Jason Tatum, and they have an all-star in Jalen Brown, and then a bunch of guys that fit, right? The Heat have a superstar in Jimmy Butler and a bunch of guys that fit, I guess probably an all-star in Bam all-star Adebayo. Bam Adebayo. Yeah. Um, Dallas has Luka and the ascension potentially of Jalen Brunson, but really they just have Luka. And they have a bunch of guys that fit that team. Boston has a new head coach, Ime Odoka. Dallas has a new head coach, Jason Kidd. Both preaching the hell out of defense first styles. Eric Spolster, we already know who he is as a coach in Miami, also does something very, very similar. Again, I'm going to ignore the Warriors for this argument because they're different. Um, All of these teams, especially Dallas, Dallas reminds me a lot of who the Blazers could be. You've got your stud in Dame, a.k.a. Luka. You've got an ascending player. Literally pick whoever you want. I'll say Ant, right? Jalen Brunson is the ascending player. And then if you go get a a couple of the guys that they're tied to, you're building a good enough defensive team with the ability to shoot some threes on the outside. You know, Josh Hart could be like your Dorian Finney-Smith. And, you know, maybe if you get Ananobi, he's – I forget the guy's name – Who's the tall white dude who shoots from the four spot, but also plays defense? Clever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he could be like him. It's it's team building that is actually creating these teams that are good in the NBA now. It's no longer the star chasing. The Grizzlies were John Morant and a bunch of guys that nobody thought were going to work together or be this good together, and it worked beautifully. It did. That that is how team building is going in the NBA. Now the days of the super teams seem to be fading. So the reason I say, and obviously it depends on how they do it. This is purely hypothetical, but if they get the right guys based on their scouting and all that kind of stuff, I could see this team being at the same level of a team like say Dallas or Memphis next year. If they find the pieces that fit the puzzle correctly. So it doesn't mean that that's what it's not going to necessarily be a seven seed just if they go get those guys, because I think we're seeing in the NBA that that is no longer the death sentence it used to be. Well, you're right on the team building aspect, because, I mean, again, look at some of those teams. The draft is where they did a lot of that. You know, I mean, the Suns, you got Devin Booker, you got DeAndre Ayton, Mikhail Bridges. You have the Celtics, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart all drafted by them. Yep. Um, look at the Mavericks, Luka Doncic. Uh, was Brunson originally drafted by the Mavericks? I felt like he I was on. I think he was, but I don't know. Gosh, I felt like he was on someone else. He um, came out of nowhere completely. Okay, um, he is from New Jersey. The Heat, I, I think I. He has always been on the maps. Okay. Um, I think I made this case with the Heat like a week or so ago about, well, it's Miami. They're always going to be able to build a team differently because they can get players to come. To go to Miami. There. So, I mean. Warriors, again, a lot of players drafted are now their star players. So that's where I feel like now you're seeing the biggest payoff is making a team through the draft. You can build a team better that way. But the funny thing about the Blazers situation is that their roster got royally screwed up over the last four or five years that you wonder, it's like, all right, well, how long does it take to fix this? Because we don't have four or five years to Mm-hmm. fix it into a champion like we want to try and do this in a year or two yeah because we have a 32 year old Damian Lillard who is loyal to a fault 
and could be here for four or five years, but we, we don't want to go down that road. We need to do this much quicker than really this situation asks for. Because to, to, to piggyback off Joe, like, rebuilding this year, right? What rebuild has ever taken a year? Well, I there's, think they would tell you they're resetting. That's uh, what reset has ever taken a year. Like the, the for the, the Warriors are the exception because they continue to finish for the most part. Uh, they were finishing at the top of the NBA, but yet and still they were still able to draft guys in the draft. They're able still uh, Marquise Chris and some other guys. They were just able to find at the end of the draft, and then they had two really kind of crappy years in between there. And Jerry West, who was their who was their GM right now, or was their GM at that point, or somebody making decisions for them was it jerry west i can't remember jerry west was uh was clippers clippers okay forgive me but yeah i'm it's the name is escaping me i can see the dude's face but but their gm but you're able to go find you know uh um jordan Poole and and some others in the draft you know obviously you finished bad enough to to get james wiseman a year who still hasn't played yet yeah he hasn't really but it took a couple seasons you anything it took a couple seasons for the warriors not being great for them to be able to get those young talents to replace KD, right? And so well, that's in what reality I'm, for the Warriors it was one year, right? Well, it was one year they then had one they, bad then they, year. Then they didn't make the, they didn't make the the playoffs. They were in the play in but they didn't make it. So that's two years where they finished, you know, basically in the lottery, you know, in between there. So Well, and you know what cracks me up about the Warriors too? It's like, okay, here's your top 3 pick. All right, here's two top 12 picks in the very next draft. Who's going to be the best player that comes out of this? Oh, the player that you drafted 28th overall, Jordan Poole, yeah. right? <laughs> So and it's a you know and it's a crapshoot and a lot of it is based on the scouting department, you know who's doing the Blazer scouting because obviously guys picked up in the, the the end of the draft and the second round Kawhi Leonard like he got passed by everyone and ended up being one of the best players in the well, league. Well, to so, to be fair to the Blazers, their recent later round picks have all been pretty solid. So that makes me confident. Anthony that, Simons, yeah. Like yeah. Was a, you know. Nasir Little was another one. I mean, Gary Trent, if you really want yeah, to Yeah, Gary Trent was another one. They, they've they been good at scouting the draft. Yeah. So if they keep the pick, I think you would have some confidence that the guy that they take, especially now that you don't have uh, Mr. Love's white guys from Gonzaga at GM, um, you, you will have a chance – to get a guy who can be impactful right away. I, I, so that's the argument for keeping the pick. I get for it. Sure. No, and I mean, it's, it's, there's value in the seventh pick. Like, regardless of what I say, definitely, there's absolutely value in having the seventh pick of the draft. You know, oh, I was just going to say, with that seventh pick, though, just me personally, like, I know we're out of that Jabari Smith, Paolo Bencaro, uh, Chet Holmgren sweepstakes. And it's funny because, Mike, you're saying this is maybe like a four or five player draft. Well, that fourth player, who I think it is, is uh, Keegan Murray out of Iowa. And I just I don't think he's gonna get to seven. He's a plays a four. He's a longer four, and he can get a shot up, but you know better on the offensive end. But again, it's Blazers are in that spot, man, where it's just like you might just be a little too far out. Well, to get Kevin Costner, this thing, man. Well, they, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the only way this is gonna work. The the Blazers also have the option of trading up. Yeah, get up a few spots. Yeah. I mean, if that's if, what happened, that's what Kevin Costner did. I know. Just saying. <laughs> if and then they traded the pick they got for another pick. Yeah, yeah. that ended up being what they really wanted. And they got two picks. Like, man, I, I like how our reference is the movie draft day and not maybe like hundreds of actual draft like oh. trading. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather see Kevin. Costner. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Costner is the best GM we've oh, ever seen. He would. 
Yeah, um, turn the Browns to a Super Bowl contender in a night. I, I don't know if <laughs> any of those teams at the top are willing to trade down because those top four players are no, solid. And those t- and those top but teams need a, they need a guy. You know, I all guess those you teams could try. need somebody. And I'm just and that's been my whole reason to say, man, trade Dame. It has nothing to do with the player he is, the leader he is, or the talent that he has. Like he's obviously one to one as a as a guard. You know, however, it looks it looks as if we're trending a different direction and not getting a top four pick only kind of solidified that for me. So, I mean, Hey, good, good luck, Dame. I hope your body can hold up for the year. Cause you're literally going to care, be carrying this team. I really, I really don't think so. I really don't think if so. If you want them to play like Luca or you want them to play like Dallas, that means Dame is going and right. Dame, mind you, Dame is, no, I'm just saying like if, if Dallas is supposed to be the, the the comparison that means I'm comparing it to all, of, all the a teams. lot of Dame all the teams I'm, no I'm saying like that but that was the arc that we were that the Blazers were supposed to be on like Dallas build have a guy and build in people around him if Dame were 23 like Luca I would agree with that only thing is he's not and so and he doesn't average nine rebounds and and nine assists a night so it's a little bit different there you know but if that's gonna be what he is yeah he's gonna run himself into the ground at this point that's what we don't want for him. I don't know. I, I, I think they're going to limit his minutes a bit more this year, too. I think you're going to see a much uh, much more refreshed Dame during the uh, end of the season well, and gonna, the playoff. We're going to need run. you, Lettero. We're going to need you, buddy. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on. Let's get to – let's take a quick breather from basketball. We'll get back to the NBA playoffs at 10 o'clock. But uh, a local kid just got the call. And uh, the top prospect in all of baseball on Joe's Orioles <laughs> – Went to the same high school that Joe did, uh, or at least one of the same high schools that Joe did. And uh, he just made his debut yesterday in Baltimore. That would be Adley Rutschman. And it was really cool. There's some cool videos floating around about it. We'll talk about it next. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 949 here on your Sunday morning. We're with you until 11 o'clock here on Sports Sunday. We have Hater Lava coming up at 1030. We've got some Jimmy Butler, Luka Doncic talk coming up in the next hour. But a little palate cleanser here as we wrap up our number one with some baseball. And uh, we had a local kid make his debut in the major leagues yesterday in Baltimore. For those who do not know, his name is Adley Rutschman. He went to Sherwood High School. He went to Oregon State. He is a catcher. 
and he is the number one prospect in baseball, or at least on some of the lists he is. I think there's some argument there, but one of the top prospects in baseball got the call yesterday, got a triple and a walk in his first game with the Orioles. They lost, but uh, you know, made an impact immediately. And there's some really, really cool stuff floating around after this. Uh, after this announcement came out one, the video of him getting the call at triple a, I don't know if you saw this Rashad uh, was really cool. The manager of the triple a team made it seem like he was just talking to him about why he sat him for that game. And then like 35, 40 seconds into the conversation, he references like when you go to Camden yards and then his teammates run in and start screaming and congratulating him for making the majors. I thought that was really cool. There's also a video out there is as he walked onto the field for his first inning behind the plate, he stopped and did a full circle turn and took in the entirety of the moment, which was super cool. That was awesome to see, that you know, cause I think sometimes you get in your own head, right? It's your first game, your stress, you just want to do your job. And he was like, Nope, I'm going to appreciate this moment. No, I, you know, we live in this day where athletes are for a long time. Athletes, just, they've been so cool, right? Don't show any emotion. Don't show that I care. Just, you know, kind of go about this as business as usual. Just another game, right? But here's somebody that's, you know, worked their entire life to get to this point. You know, you're, you, you work your whole life and you lift weights and you, you play summer league and you play summer ball and you travel and you do all these things. You pretty much lose your childhood nowadays to be able to be a, a great football player, basketball player, baseball player. It's a, it's a year-long commitment now for these students and these guys to do that. So for them to have this moment, and, you know, kind of to acknowledge all their hard work and just look around like, man, I made it. That was that was dope for a kid from Oregon to look around and take a full turn. Look at this man, huge ballpark and say to himself, kind of have that yeah, too huge. I, ballpark. I, I, I did it. That's huge. <laughs> just obviously the local angle is very cool. Oregon State and Sherwood. But I mean, growing up in Sherwood, I I mean, never had a player make the NBA. Not to my knowledge, ever had any other player make the major leagues. Never had a player go to the NFL. Players like this just don't come out of Sherwood. Right. You get some good athletes here and there. They go to maybe a D1 school, do a you know, couple years, all right, you know, some smaller schools, NAIA, Western Oregon, you know, Monmouth, whatever. But you don't see this. A kid from little – because th- also the landscape of this area – if you're a kid that's amazing at baseball at Sherwood, you might end up at Jesuit. Yeah. If you're a kid that's playing amazing baseball on the east side, you're probably going to end up at Central Catholic. You know, it's Westland, LO. These higher schools are going to pluck these kids. So, I mean, it's I saw it happen at Sherwood multiple times when I was there. So for him to be technically not supposed to happen, it's unfortunate, <laughs> but it happens. It's it, been happening it in Northeast, North and Northeast Portland for years. I saw a dude uh, running back, Stephen Long, one of my best friends, brothers. He went from Sherwood, went to LO his junior, senior year. Brock Lutz, one of the best basketball players I've ever seen, uh, went from Sherwood to Newburgh for his senior year. So you get that higher classification, more eyes on you, whatever. But I mean, well, Sherwood's six A now, at least so. they are now back in the day. They weren't, yeah. um, but again, just to go back to Sherwood, I, I know those, the streets, roads, the trails, everything, just like Ali did. I grew up in that area. So for him to stop and do that full circle and take it in, like, man, I went from Snyder Park. I went from Rainbow Market. Like, I know all these places that he was riding his bike around town. I went from there to this. And for you, that's got to be like 
uh, doubly tight because not he's only on my team, it's, man, he plays for your guys. I'm like, <laughs> that's huge, man. It was one of the best things to wake up to yesterday and then just seeing the clips in the video. I, I just can't believe it finally happened. I mean, it's this is three years in the making now. It's just like I'm no, I'm over was, the moon. It was, a, it was a dope moment. And mind you, not having just the Oregon connection was enough for me. You know what I mean? Like, when I watch Peyton Pritchard play and make buckets, I'm like, man, look at Wes Lynn. Go ahead, man. There's there's that small, like, Oregon connection. So when he came I, out I there. I cannot believe that Peyton Pritchard is having dude, big impact on a conference finals team. From his freshman year at Oregon, like, yeah, I could have never predicted that no. he would oh, be I'll go one good. further. When I saw this kid as a freshman in high school, no, he's not the one. <laughs> He's not the one. No. And then they win four straight. And then he wins the first one. And I was like, okay. I mean, they had a really good team. He went the second one. All right. Well, you know, veteran. You know, he's got veteran. By the <laughs> third one, I was like, a veteran. bro, like this this kid is amazing. And so, like, well, he's he's easily one of the best Oregon basketball players ever. So it's awesome, you know, for little old Portland, little old Sherwood to, you know, get these massive, you know, uh, moments from these from these unknown players. Sometimes it's it's awesome, man. So I felt it was, you know, I don't follow baseball anywhere near as much as you guys, you know, but that was a cool moment to pop up on Bleacher Report for me to to see him take that in. And just I wish more athletes really took that moment to look around and like, damn, more than just the Super Bowl or more than just, you know, get to the finals. Like, bro, I'm I'm really here. First NBA game. Like, wow. First first NFL game. Look around like, shh. OK, let's go. That's yeah. awesome. Adley did a circle around the stadium and. Saw the tens of fans that were in there that day. Oh, it was packed there yesterday. <laughs> they, was, they went to go see Rushman. There was a certain angle that I saw of him looking, and there was just, like, nothing but empty seats behind him. And I'm just like, really? Come, really, guys? Like, He's doing we, echoes. Hello. We could have rushed to the box office, the Tickmaster, and, you know, bought some of these tickets for his debut. Okay. OBP looking good. And he's a switch hitter, right? Yes. So, yeah, he hit the triple from the left side of the plate. And uh, took a walk from the right side of the plate, I believe it was. I, I forgot he was a switch hitter, so I I watched his first at bat live. I made sure to to take that in, and then I I was out and about, and I watched the highlight later of his triple, and I was like, wait, why is he stand? Why is he hitting left? Oh, he's a switch hitter. So not only is he an elite prospect, he plays a very important position that doesn't usually produce a lot of offense, and he's a switch hitter. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Somebody's fantasy team has him, too. Is it you? It's me. Okay. I drafted him last year. I I stashed him for a year. Yeah, Patrick got him in the other one that I'm in, and uh, we're going to have to be talking some trades here soon. I don't know if he's going to want to. I know. He likes him some Adley Rutschman. I know. (laughs) He also likes going no catcher, so he might be able to prime him. Dude, yeah, he had literally no catcher besides him for this first part of the season. He goes with no catcher usually. Um, All right, that's going to do it for hour one. Let's get into... A couple of conversations around specific players that we've uh, been watching here in the playoffs this year. Luca and Jimmy Butler. Each of us have something for each of, well, for one of the players, and we'll begin next there before Hate It or Love It at 830. This is Sports Sunday on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.